So enough about music, but let's talk about coffee. Coffee and community. And so today we have with us Lauren Tennant, who is a barista for People's Coffee. And she also, she so she goes to work at People's Coffee, but she also goes regularly to prison, as it is part of her job to teach the woman inmates at Arohata how to make good coffee. So tonight on B-Sides on Access Radio 783 AM, we are keen to find out why a beautiful young lady loves this part of her job and why people's coffee are keen to be aligned with a prison. Welcome to B-Sides, Lauren. Hello. (laughs) It's so good that you've come in. I actually really, you know, you've had some good stories around this, but I'm really glad that we've been able to to get you on B-Sides because it's been one that's been in my head for quite a while. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, good. good to get started. Yes. So how you have quite a unique job. How do you describe it to your friends? <laughs> or it kind of describing it shortly is quite hard. Yeah. So it usually ends up in quite a big conversation whenever it kind of gets brought up. I I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I usually keep it as simple as possible mm. and just kinda that yeah, I just go out to the Adahatu and train those women and yeah help them out so just going back how long have you been at people's for uh about two years now great yeah and so how long have you been how did this opportunity come up was the the program going before you started work with people's Um, coffee so before I started it went for two weeks um, they did, like, a year before I started, right. they did a two-week training program there. Right. And then, yeah. So what instigated that? Who Whose brainchild was it? It's not a normal thing for businesses to want to do. No, it's not. Um, Liv, our general manager, she had a big part in it. Well, right. a very, very key part. And um, she kind of, yeah, she was the instigator and the drive for it and kind of happened from there. Right. Yeah. And it's amazing because People's Coffee does so much amazing work, especially with their really, you know, you've always had a hardcore, you know, I say hardcore, but a strong fair trade commitment. Yeah. As yep. well as all the other ethics in the business. Yeah. But um, what was it about working out at Arohata and having an involvement there that Liv was really passionate about? Um, I think as People's, the whole company its outlook is not just coffee focused. Like we're mm. always looking to get that, you know, the high quality coffee and the um, that kind of part of it rolling. But the whole point of the business is that it's as sustainable and ethical as possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think with that and really community focus and we love to be a part of the communities everywhere we can. Yeah. And so that was really a drive for kind of seeing this program through. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite unique, though. I'm sure that not um, a lot of prisons around. You know, are you yeah. are sure? Are there any other similar ideas going on anywhere else? Um, not really with coffee companies. Right. I know yeah. that there is a barista training course at the Auckland Women's right. Prison. Right, right. Um, but I think it's more 
of a program designed by the prison right. rather than a company coming, coming in yeah. and doing it. Right. Although, yeah, I'm not, I haven't really looked into it yeah. too much. So why did you take up this job? So your uh, listeners, you can't see Lauren, but a gorgeous young woman. And, you know, <laughs> most are probably tailing around checking out what the Kardashians are up to. <laughs> <laughs> How did you latch onto it? Um, I've kind of... Actually, in my interview with Peoples two years ago now, they kind of brought it up and asked how interested I'd be. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of, it's a little bit of a dream for me because I studied criminology and psychology. wow. And I've always... thank you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I've, I've always wanted to be involved in kind of social change and justice and communities and that's been my passion, but I also absolutely love coffee and the industry and you know it's like the second biggest commodity in the world and yeah so there's a lot of room for change and things so yeah that the ability to kind of combine those two things has always been a dream um it's a very unique uh, kind of role to, <laughs> to get something to marry those both yeah, yeah yeah it was very Lucky. bizarre so Don't when you... Liv brought that up I was just like <laughs> Oh, it was, yeah, it was so beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. So what have been, um, you know, how is your, how regularly are you going out and how is your experience out there? Um, so it's still, it's been going on for like over, just over six months mm. now. Um, but we're still just kind of, it's always a learning process. So yeah. we're, at the moment, we've decided on kind of a month-long training program per group of women. Right. Um, so I go out three days a week at the start of the month Great. and do three days of training. Yeah. And then I've trained up women in the prison to be mentors. So when it means that I can kind of go back and do other stuff for people's and in the month they help train the women. Right. So right. they go in every week and they do trainings and make sure that their skills are you know, just kind of working on them yeah. and getting the flow. And um, then I go out one day at the end of the month and then do graduation and kind of test them and that. And nice. so that, yeah, it's every month. Great. And then occasionally throughout the month, if I the mentors need more training or things like that, I'll right. go out. Yeah. So even from a prism perspective then, the, the logistics of kind of setting yep. this up, I mean, how... We, logistics, yeah. yeah that's a, <laughs> that has been... Yeah, uh, logistics in prisons mm. are very hard. There's so, so many barriers that yeah. you need to get over just to get in there in the first place. I'm sure. And then um, once you're into... Yeah, just... Especially with coffee, you know, you're dealing with a lot of equipment and... Right. Uh, yeah, so it, logistics have been very hard. Challenging. But yeah, yeah, but we've we've overcome that and it's just getting easier and easier. To be honest, like, corrections have been really supportive of the program and really on board with it and so that, I mean, we literally couldn't have... We couldn't be where we are without that support. Right. So yeah. So what's in it for them? The cor- corrections. Why did they they see it as a benefit? Um, I think uh, this is just at least from my view mm-hmm. of what I've seen is that I mean they 
want programs that genuinely help these women and teach them skills and stuff like that. They have a whole programs system for that. Mm. And so this program, they witnessed it and were in there and kind of got on board with it. And in the kind of trial phase of the two weeks when I first started doing it, it got a lot of really good media and good press and the woman just like absolutely loved it. And they kind of saw it was something that they would like to keep going. And yeah, and so I think, yeah, they saw it as something that would be really beneficial for the woman, which is why they kind of decided to keep Keep it, keep on. it keep, on. Keep people's in prison. Keep it. Yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> nice. So, what about? And I'm and I just feel sorry that I didn't put the women who are learning first in the questions, but actually more because I wanted to really, uh, you know, yeah, just yeah. understand how it went. But yeah. how how are they? How have they been to work with? What's your experience been with them? It's been absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, yeah, to me, like it's had and. Outside of prisons, I mean, we've they're designed to be so isolated mm. and excluded from society that they're kind of this phenomena that no one really knows about. Or mm. yeah, and so we all think of it as these, you know, really hard people and kind of yeah. not real humans or whatever. But mm. like, once you're in there, you they're just the same as everyone. You know, like we're mm. we're all the same. We're all equal. Yeah, and getting in there and working with them really shows that. And, yeah, it, yeah like, they've, they're just amazing. Oh, that's so, Absolutely that's amazing. so good. Actually, yeah. I think the program, and, and I forget it was on Māori TV with um, the musicians, Anika and... Um, songs from the Inside. Yeah, yeah Songs from the Inside. Mm. I think that was quite, yeah, a revelation because you're right, we do yeah. have a perception. And actually, when people are being transparent, we just see how some, the same we all... Really yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, and it's I don't. I mean, it's someone's fault that we see them like that. It's mm. how it's designed. It's how we've been taught. Mm. So it's just like, mm. yeah, trying to change that by yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about for you, Lauren? Um, what are you getting out of this this whole process? And uh, like, what what are some of the things that you find really satisfying about um, doing this role? Um, of a lot of things. <laughs> um, I. I just love, I've always loved working in communities and especially mm. those who kind of are uh, on those outskirts of communities and not really have a, having a real role or anything. And so I just absolutely love that I can be a part of just showing them that they have worth and, you know, and I can teach them skills that hopefully they can use. And, um, yeah, I just... Mm. I just love working with them. They're amazing people and just getting to know them and being on board with them and walking alongside them is, yeah, it's more than enough. That I can Sounds like a good, on- big honour, actually. <laughs> it is an honour, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and the women themselves, do they, you know, what, what en- enjoyment are they getting out or, what are, you know, how, how are they responding? Um, we've had really, really positive responses, which has been really great for yeah, us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of the dream and it worked out. I think. Yeah, thankfully it all, they just love it and yeah. it's actually, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard because there's only so much room for people per month that we can right. train, but yeah. the word gets around and the coffee, there's like one main corridor of the prison and the 
coffee smell just permeates through the entire place. That's and hilarious. Everyone wants to be in the room, and so everyone's kind of, if any other women are walking past, it's constantly hearing yells of, when's it my turn? And yeah. It's a smell that you never get sick of, isn't yeah, it? You know, yeah. like for some reason, coffee, it's just, uh, it doesn't matter how often that I sm- get that smell. It's always yeah. a beautiful smell. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Especially somewhere like that where all you've got is instant. And, you know, yeah. so it's a very welcome smell. Actually, I must say, I did read that in the press release. And, you know, you think we think about our luxuries. And I think, you know, I kind mm. of do rate my coffee as the last thing to go. You know, when, you know how you go through that list of yeah. what would I give up next? And, yeah. You know, coffee's always the last one. Yeah. You know, so it, it must be a real treat also to have that yeah yeah it's really nice to be able to kind of provide Mm. them with you know they can drink as much coffee as they want really or hot chocolates or you know and it's like it's kind of nice to be able to create an environment in a prison which is quite kind of dire and Mm. harsh Mm. environment and yeah very stark and then to be able to come into a room and just be able to relax and chat and have a coffee and yeah. have a hot chocolate and, yeah. Mm. So, mm. Haven't got the words right now. The other thing, too, is Wellington. Aren't we Aren't we funny in that, um, you know, they do say that even when we Wellingtonians go for a tramp, we do like there to be a cafe at the other end. I definitely agree with that. Is there a cafe up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. how to be a true Wellingtonian. <laughs> so, Lauren, also then People's Coffee, and, um, you know, when, we're not promoting the fact that People's do supply Access Radio with some coffee every now and again that's okay. <laughs> but they do do an incredible job for you what else is it about peoples that you see that's you know you're actually working in an environment that's helping make change what is it what is your favorite bit about what they do for you apart from the coffee about what people <laughs> yeah from? yeah their, their general philosophy in action really yeah it, it, to be honest I couldn't think of a better company to work for like that mm. just the fact that I was given this opportunity to run this program and just given the trust and responsibility was just amazing in and of itself and they've been so supportive yeah. and you know and just yeah really on board and I can't think of another company that would offer that and no. just yeah and just love to work in communities and you know, they want to give as much as we can to this program and to the prison and these women and community. And, yeah, like, People's has just been absolutely incredible. Like, mm. they've kind of given me this dream that I've always thought of but <laughs> never thought really could exist. Like, Be, ca- but, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they, they just kind of handed me it on a silver platter. It was, yeah, so it was amazing. Was it a, a um, was it a, something that people's already had planned prior to you actually coming on board? Yeah. And yeah. so, were you chosen as the person to drive the project forward once you came on board, or was somebody already sort of running with it, or was the whole project sort of handed over to you? Um, more or less, yeah. Liv, Liv's always been a massive part in it. She's yeah been a real instigator, a real drive, and so she. She is definitely the main kind of people's person who mm. is driving that. But, um, 
yeah, she kind of, she's, as a general manager, has a lot, a lot of things mm. <laughs> to do and on board. Um, so you, you mentioned that you'd been doing it for six months, but you've been working at People's for two years. So yeah, um, did it take eighteen months to actually get into the prison? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that logistics. Mm. Um, yeah, just to kind of get it rolling and yeah, just getting equipment out there and being able to provide equipment and just back and forth communication and barriers to overcome and just kind of lots of little things that it took a while to yeah get started. Yeah, yeah. And so one one more question before we hit the sounds, Martin Martin's the, the good the good the good music man today. But I mean it, it it's such a unique holistic approach to, to business and community. Yeah. And um what what is the vision or do you see that if there were more situations where organizations were able to contribute in, in such a way, and yeah. even two prisons, what do you think the outcome would be for our society or or our community in general? Uh, it would it would be so beneficial and yeah. so positive. Like, yeah, I think business, at least what I've learnt from being at People's, um, kind of taught me to really love business and and the fact that you really can be a business and be ethical and be sustainable. And, um, yeah, it's if more businesses and communities and I guess that's the dream and the mm. vision of this whole program is that we can start showing people that, you know, it's not it's not that hard and you it is possible and you can create social change and kind of a movement and, you know, build these communities. And, uh, like, the whole quality of life is part of community and part of connection with others and yeah so if we can really drive that and especially prisoners I mean that they're, they're just people that are equally as valuable part of our community mm. as we are and yeah it would just oh, it would be amazing to see more people on board with it and and you know and not just coffee like there's so many skills out there mm. that we can offer and that would be so supportive and yeah just like really build communities and build connection and if we have strong communities and strong relationships with each other and different businesses and I mean that's bound to be positive for the country and for communities and everything. It's really not that difficult is it? It's, it's a pretty straightforward concept. More or less. Which is what I like about it. Yeah, know. yeah. It's, it's pretty It's not that hard to get your head around that. Yeah. It's, just, it's win-win for everybody, really. Exactly. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah. We do need leaders to lead the way. So, Lauren, that <laughs> is an awesome, it's a really strong story. It stays with you. And also big ups to the crew at Peoples for having such an amazing vision. Yeah. I can honestly say it's not something I would have thought about, you know, from a business perspective. So I yeah. do really admire it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. fantastic. Thanks so much, uh, Lauren. No, great. thank you, guys. <laughs> Cheers. So we're going to get into our local uh, singer-songwriters from here. Wellington-based Lost Bird have just released their uh, first single. Uh, this is When Nobody Loves You, You Got Nothing to Lose.
Train. 